Welcome to the show. Uh, it's Easter. So happy Easter. This is always a big uh, time of my life. I was uh, raised to love Jesus, so Easter is always a big deal. We got to uh, watch him die, and then he comes back over and over. Uh, it was it was a great time as a kid. Um, I spent a lot of time because we, we were. I think we were off from school Easter week. We were, yeah. So we would just get to fucking stay home. But instead of like playing video games, I used to like go to church a lot that week. I remember being his Palm Sunday. Then we'd be there for during the week just to help set up for the fucking great Holy Thursday Mass, where Jesus gets led down and betrayed, and then uh, his, his Eucharist is taken to the cafeteria um, from the tabernacle. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. In my in my uh, church, we had a our school cafeteria. You know, so was a school there was like also the auditorium, and that's where we brought the Eucharist because it couldn't stay in the tabernacle. The tabernacle is the space where the Eucharist, the host, the cracker, if you will, that was Jesus Christ, or is Jesus Christ, or would become. I don't know. I don't fuck it. They're crackers, and they and they go in. They can't stay there anymore because Jesus is dead for those two days. Um. It's symbolic, I guess, but also literal because people you gotta understand about this the Eucharist. I mean, we'll get to we'll, we'll expand on the on the mythos of the whole. You know, before we get to, let's just thank all our Patreon uh, patrons who allow me to get up every week and and talk about my religious upbringing and how Jesus is gonna welcome me back into the fold. Uh, this is being financed by our patrons, and I want to take the time to fucking you know just hi- you are 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 my sheep. Or my flock, and uh, I want I want to make sure you get benevolent, ben- the benevolent wisdom of of Kump. Um, so Diane Cage, Michael Ricardo, Richard Hofstetter, Jason Duberville, Gary Barbera, Ryan Laroque, Keith Veronese, and Eric Frankel. I haven't heard Julian Sanj, but I think that was just a note from last week. I don't think that he was a, a patron. Um, that would be great, though. If Julian Assange wants to donate on Patreon, I will accept your money. And a lot of people are out there going, we're glad you're fucking to spend 100 years in jail. And if you give me any money, I won't take it. I'm not one of them. I'll take Julian Assange's money. I mean, does he have any money? He was spending a lot of time at the Ecuadorian embassy. I feel like not putting in for, like, the pizzas and shit. And if he had money the whole time, it'd be a dick move. But then maybe he's got like a you know a couple grand, and he's like, "I'm gonna be here a while. It's gonna run out." So he might as well not set a precedent for chipping in the pizza. But whatever, I'll take it. If he got jewels, if he got it, I'll take it. Give me that money. Give me that cheddar. Uh, give me that WikiLeaks cash. Uh, if he got it, and if you don't, maybe I'll have the government prosecute you in any way I can. So I'm gonna start extorting people. If I, I'm, I'm not a rat per se, but if I can help the government track down my uh, people who don't donate on Patreon, maybe I will. Maybe that's maybe that's the kind of incentive you people need. Uh, or maybe, maybe I'll just make more content and put it on there. Either way, uh, it's up in the air. But yeah, so Holy Thursday, I mean, this is the whole thing. So we'll just start at the, the whole uh, beginning of the end, I guess. Because Jesus was this guy who spent like the first... 30 years of his life, I guess, just humping around, uh, not humping, you know, relax. He wasn't fucking, I guess. I mean, maybe he was fucking married, Matt, or some other person. I don't, he's, if he's supposed to be a man, the whole point of Jesus, he's supposed to be a man. He's God, but a man. So why the fuck can't he fuck? 
Why can't he stick it in something? Like, hey, Jesus, I need you to go down. Because this is God talking to him. I need you to go down. You know, experience what it's like to be a man. So I can I can know what it's like. We can, we can know what it's like. We're the Holy Trinity. It's insane. This whole thing's fucking bonkers. Let's go down there. Let me feel something. And it's like... All right, cool, but uh, but don't fuck anything. Just, you know, what's fucking? I don't understand what that means. Oh, it's the, the one thing everyone wants to do. You shove it. You shove his dick. You, what's a dick? It's this fucking thing that hangs off your crotch. Don't worry, but you'll see. You'll piss out of it, and you know most of the time it's just pissing out of it. But you know sometimes you jerk it, or you, you put some friction on it. I mean, I'm never just explaining how a dick works, but you know the point is it's great, and uh, that's the one thing you don't do. I'm like, well, why not? Oh, because I'll get mad. Like, you know, if you think about it, like the idea is I'm nipping it being, I know I'm like just retreading water, but you know, he's going to fucking start like, you know, he's, he's watching you fucking jerk your dick and you're going, oh, this fucking pig. Look at this fucking, like, well, I'm fucking jerking my dick. You think he's just like, look at this fat fuck. Look at this fat fucking pig. Just, I give him this dick to piss out of him. What's he do? He jerks it. He jerks his fat prick. Oh man, he was. Guys, probably call my fit prat prick. He's going. This fat prick's jerking his his fucking slob dick. He's jerking his slob dick instead of getting a job. What's he watching? Fucking grandma porn. Fucking old lady and, and young guy, or young guy and old young girl and old guy. That's not what I watch. I mean, I, I've I've seen them. They kind of not my thing. But you know, that's the one time God would look at him. I'm just. Oh, what's this? Oh, this is kind of weird. And it's just, you know, an older Russian grandmother. Not grandmother. I mean, I would just click that off. I mean, you know, but there's some, there's milf porn, there's milf porn. You know, there's fucking, you know, there's the porn that has, like, you know, a girl who's 32 years old who has, like, a fucking, a, you know, an infant baby. He's like, oh, I'm a milf. And then there's, like, you know, like a Russian woman who's probably involved in compromise. You know, the, the, the KGB practice of, of getting compromising information. Compromise. It's a good word. And uh, she's a compromised pussy or whore, prostitute. She's one of those women who will you know, who'll, who'll bang like a senator and then like someone will take pictures and they'll show, you know. But that that woman gets older. So when she gets older, she's like, oh, I can't do compromise anymore. Unless you got some guy with an older woman fetish. Not that you need an older woman's fetish, but come on. You know, people, we, we know who gets who gets put on magazine covers. And they the elderly. Let's relax. I'm not the I'm not the ageist fuck here, right? It's society. Don't blame me, all right? You want to go jerk off to old people? Go ahead. Get in that that short line. I'm not I'm not the fucking one making how the world works. But uh, why am I talking about compromise? Um, Russian woman, old woman. Yeah, that's that's when Jesus, you know, would find me. Like, going, what are you doing? Why don't you go fucking fix the shed? It's actually my dad, probably. But whatever. So yeah. So the point is. Jesus wasn't allowed to fuck, according to God. Um, but he, you know, the other shit. He fucking did carpentry, and he built tables and chairs. He was one of those hipster kids in Brooklyn, Williamsburg. Just, hey, I'm, a, I'm a carpenter. I only use spoke shaves. I don't use power tools. I make this whole thing with a spoke shave and mortar and tenon joints. And it's like, fuck you. Cause you watch, I used to watch this guy at the Yankee Workshop. On TV, he was like a, he had like a two a.m. you know one of his channels. You have six a.m. and you see him on a fucking History Channel just making a table out of fucking with sprockets or whatever the fuck. And like he was cool, but he was like an older guy. But these fucking kids are twenty years old. 
fucking, why don't you fucking learn how to use a router? Because that's the thing. It's not like they know how to use a router properly. That's a skill. You act like it's a power tool that isn't a skill. It's just not a skill that you feel is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I don't want to fucking, you know, did you see crown molding in the fucking 1600s? No. Go fuck yourself with your fucking, you, know, you want to learn how to do it the old way, just to fucking have it in your back pocket. Go ahead. But don't fucking tell me that power tools are ruining the goddamn carpentry. You fuck. Jesus would have fucking, if I gave Jesus a router, he would have fucking just, he would have magically given me a huge cock. He would have said, that's how great this is. This, now I can do like inlays into this fucking table. Amazing. Here, how big's your cock? I'm like, I don't know. It's a reasonable cock. Now you have a 15 inch dick. And I'm like, is that even good? He's like, I don't know. I'm not allowed to fuck. So I don't know if it's good. Maybe, don't 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 you want a bigger cock? Well, you know, women a lot of times. I mean, if it's that big, it's gonna become a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fuck because I I listen to my dad. I'm like, well, you should just fucking rebel. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe you're right. And Jesus would, you know, but I'd be stuck with a 15 inch cock, and I'm not sure what I would do with it. Um, yeah, people people would fuck me, but it's a really excessively large cock. And I can't blame Jesus. Jesus meant well when he gave me a 15-inch cock. My point is Jesus was not one of these hipster idiots who's fucking, don't give me a router. He would have taken a router, enlarged my cock. It would been great. But yeah, but then in the last three years, he fucking decides he's going to, well, I guess he doesn't decide. God tells him probably. Who the fuck knows? But he's going to start being a minister and walking the earth and fucking, hey, why don't you be nice to fucking people? Why don't you fucking stop... You know, shitting all over. Don't stone this whore. This whore is here. Well, she's a whore. Adulterer. Don't stone her, you idiot. She's a person. And that was his whole gimmick. So he comes in on Palm Sunday, which is like the day, the week before he is killed, I guess. A week before, not a full week, but uh, five days before he gets killed. And uh, because he's getting heat, you know, he's getting heat uh, in town, uh, in, in Judea. In that area. And the Pharisees like, who is this motherfucker? Who is this fucking piece of shit? Because he, he flipped he flipped the change guy in the temple at one point. I'm not sure how close to Easter that was. But he fucking, uh, he got mad because they were like changing money in the temple. Like, this is my fucking father's house. You're going to fucking give me this bullshit. You're going to fucking have chickens in here and you're, and you're changing money. So you sacrifice. This is about God. And he fucking starts throwing over tables. I mean, I, I, I feel like you're providing a service, though. Because I mean, people want you had. I mean, he he didn't say why are you sacrificing this goat. I mean, that would make more sense to me. Like, what are you doing sacrificing a fucking animal to God? That's like no one says that's ridiculous. Hey, don't kill this living thing. No one ever says that. It's fucking. What are you doing? Change exchange doing a monetary exchange here. You fucking. Wait, well, I mean, I I have I need to buy a chicken to fucking you know because your dad told me that if I want my wife to get pregnant, I gotta sacrifice this fucking chicken, and you're gonna give me shit because all I have is fucking pesos, and you need shekels, you and you gonna flip the table now? What? Now I can't get pregnant? Thanks, Jesus. But you know he's a passionate guy. So what am I gonna tell you? That's why I call it a passion for Christ. He's a passionate guy. He didn't think things through. You know he's a young guy. I mean. I don't know, but I mean, to be fair, you know, if you're in your 30s, you really should be a little more mature. I mean, I expect that from a fucking college kid. Some kid in his 20s who just read Chomsky for the first time. Like, we got to do something about this. You know, it doesn't work. Quoting Chomsky to me. That's what doesn't work. All right. 
if you want to find some other, I'm just saying, and like, you know, you know it doesn't work, Jesus flipping over tables. But, you know, he's a young guy. He 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 is mad that the money's exchanging. How about we don't charge people for chickens so they could donate it to get that fucking sterile wife pregnant? How about God just fixes that? You're his son. Why don't you talk to him? I am not. I have no stomach for people who are afraid of their dad. For fucking people, guys who can't talk to. Oh my dad. Yeah, I I I'm I'm not proud. It's one time I threatened to burn the house down because uh, we got in a fight. You know, it's like. And uh, he's like, you go to jail, you'll be dead. It was a bad fight. But like, point is, I'm not like getting pushed around. I mean, I probably should have been less uh, unafraid of my dad. I probably should have been uh, nicer. But the uh, point is, Jesus sort of said that to God. Jesus like, hey, God, I'll burn the fucking heaven down if you don't stop molesting these chickens or making people molest these chickens or, you know, sacrifice them, whatever. You know, molest. You can, people get hung up about molest, but, you know, we can cut their heads off. And God would have been like, all right, well, let me hear you out. Or at the very least, just like, you know, you have his ear. Why don't you fucking, at least, I mean, he's not going to listen to me. Well, just say it anyway, you fucking, just don't be a punk. So the Pharisees knew who he was. They knew who he was, and they didn't like him. I mean, no one ever likes anyone who's coming up. I mean, you, you take your job. I mean, like, whoever's going to be, whoever's the manager. If some guy or girl could, you know, gets their job, a new job, like the job you have. And like it's doing, it's doing really great, and like the, your manager's boss likes that person. You know, you, you've seen people who are on a career track. Did your manager like that? No, I mean they might play nice, but they don't like that person. I mean, no one wants someone chomping at their heels, and that's what Jesus was doing with the Pharisee shit. I mean, he fucking. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but you know, he there was that thing where he's talking, and they're like, "Hey, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment?" And he's like, "Love each other as I have loved you." And that's not even a fucking commandment. That's this guy's pissing all over us. This Jesus guy, he just fucking. He's like, it's a guy who goes and like plays the hits for people. He tells people what they want to hear, or didn't want to hear. But like, you know, it, it all sounds great. And I'm saying this, like, you know, I'm, I'm all about it. But you know, because the fucking, but if you're a Jewish, like a religious guy, that's kind of, you gotta be thinking. These guys are like, he's just fucking going there saying you don't gotta follow anything. You just love each other. You're probably gonna be fucking in the stables now, humping each other. Well, Jesus told us to love each other, and they're just envisioning a future full of cum. And no one's following their Jewish traditions, and they get mad. So they don't. They don't like the guy. They see he, he came in supposedly came into Jerusalem, and people were waving palms at him. Uh, it was why he was Palm Sunday because they're fanning him with palms as he, which is just. I mean, he's riding a donkey, I think, with his disciples, with his apostles. The apostles are following him on the backs of donkeys, getting fanned by palms. And the Jewish Pharisee guys supposedly are just watching him going, this fucking son of a bitch. They love him. And, like, we can't let this happen. I mean, is this anti-Semitic in the sense that, like, none of this actually happened and, like, we're telling this story about the Jew? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, you could go, well, it really happened. But it didn't. I mean, come on. (laughs) It didn't happen. I mean, yeah, there might have been a guy named Jesus. That's the thing. This whole idea of historical... Oh, there's historical... I mean, there is historical references to Jesus, but it came, like, 40 years later, or at the very least a few years later. I mean, like, Pliny the Younger and Josephus. You know, when, you, when you read their shit, it's just like, you know... Uh, was it Herodotus? That came earlier. That's just a Greek guy, right? No, but it was definitely Pliny the Younger and, and Josephus and some other guys. Um, and 
it's just basically like, hey, there was a guy named Jesus. Now some religion called themselves Christians, but you know, if you look at Less Temptation of Christ by my score, script was ah, Martin Scorsese. The uh, Paul, basically, you know, what's his name? Hen- Henry Dean Stanton, who passed this year, I believe it was this year. But that's a shame because he was a great actor. But he, <laughs> that movie's bonkers. But he's fucking, he's the Apostle Paul. And I don't even think he's doing an accent. He's just fucking, he just sounds like Henry, Henry Dean Stanton going like, Look, it don't matter if you were real or not real. If it didn't exist, I would have made you up. Which is kind of the point of Paul. Paul's the guy who comes later. He wasn't even one of the Apostles. And he just made, he, that's where a lot of the fucking religious laws came from. So my point is, whatever, I'm not going to keep every five seconds stopping the story because of anti you know, maybe he's anti-Semitic. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, I don't know. Take it up with the Christians, but yes, yeah, so he comes in. The Pharisees don't like him; they want to get rid of him. And uh, then uh, what do you call? Because Jesus and Judas. I mean, Judas is, is his treasurer. I don't know why a like twelve guys walking around need a treasurer, but that's what it was told to me that G- that Judas was like their treasurer. They're like he was the one who handled the money, which I guess he like you know he'd find some farm guy that let, let them stay in his place. I don't know how it worked. It, it seemed very elaborate for a bunch of guys walking around bullshitting. You know, just, hey, you want to hear a parable? Did people know what parables were? Or did Jesus make up parables? I mean, it just seems like he was a storyteller, like a fucking, like one of these guys who, like, you know, would just uh, show up at a bar and get drunk. I mean, was he, he drank, right? I mean, he definitely, yeah, he did drinking wine. He's fucking making wine at the wedding, you know. He's all drunk going like, well, let's turn the water into wine. You know, what's funny is like, I don't think anyone, like the whole story is like this, like Mary came up to him and goes, hey, we're out of wine. Because the whole thing is people may get confused, but like weddings are like a three day feast back then. So like they come up to him and like, hey, we're out of wine. How do you run out of wine? How do you, what kind of cheap fucking fucks didn't have enough wine for people? I mean, you knew you're having a wedding. Don't go to a wedding. Then. Don't invite so many people. I don't, I don't like this shit. Well, we're having a small wedding. How about you invite half the people and you have a real wedding? That's unfair. Why am I doing that? I'm not going to have a big wedding. I'm not inviting a ton of people to my wedding when I have it. I mean, I'm not engaged yet, but, you know, it's, it's pot. You know, I'm in, I'm in the closet now and Lucy's asleep. But, you know, I'm not going to propose today, you know, but it's possible. And uh, I'm not, so I don't know why I'm shitting on this poor couple. For not, cause I'm not gonna, I might run out of wine, and no one's gonna make. You know, we're not gonna have Jesus on hand to make. You know, I'm just gonna fucking put Diet Coke out and be like, "Hey, no, we're out of it. Deal with it." I'm not. I didn't want to spend the money in the bit on the on the Excelsior package. You know, I'm in the bit. I was in the wedding business. I know how they can screw people, so I'll probably end up being cheap. Um, again, sorry for the digression, but you know, I'm not. I'm gonna ruin my own wedding. Probably is the point. And Lucy's gonna love me, but be ashamed of me. And it's fine. We'll get over it. But, um, yeah, so Jesus is a little drunk, and he's, like, turning... He's probably just turning the water, like, the toilet water into wine, too. And just turning all the fuck... You know, people are shitting into wine now, and then, like... Which is, like, nothing inherently wrong with that, but then... What am I talking about? There were no toilets back then. I'm not like there's toilets in the fucking... The time of Christ. But there probably was a trough they could shit into. But then, you know, but that was wine. And then, like, the animals who eat your shit... Because there are, there are animals that eat your shit. Like, pigs will just eat your shit. And, like, now they're getting drunk on wine. They're probably getting sick. Point is, Jesus is coming into Jerusalem, and people love him. And the Pharisees are like, fuck this guy. Uh, so he's going around Jerusalem. He's getting a lot of action. And then uh, I forget what happens in the next few days. But on Holy Thursday, they're having their fucking Passover Seder. 
That's what the Last Supper is, a Seder. You know, I know we don't call it the Last Seder because it's kind of, if you think about it, it's like, I mean, it's not, I mean, there's still Jewish people out there, but I mean, the Last Supper, like, I guess I don't want to connect it with Judaism, but there we have a kind of more finale kind of vibe to it. Like, it's the Last Seder. If you don't know what a Seder is, it's the fucking thing that Jewish people do on Passover, which sometimes overlaps with Easter, sometimes it doesn't. I think it is overlapping. I'm not sure. But the whole Passover Seder thing is that, you know, you fucking, uh, it's when, you know, Moses went to the Pharaoh of Egypt and was like, let my people go because there were slaves there, apparently. I don't know if there's any historical record for that, but, I mean, we'll just accept it. There's a lot of slaves in the ancient world. Why not, Why not? you know, I'll believe the Jews until I hear otherwise. But, uh, yeah, and then there's a whole dinner they have. Um, and that's what they were doing at this point. Like, people act like it was a feast. It was a Passover Seder. You know, they were there in Jerusalem for Passover. They were Jews. That's what I'm, this whole thing, Jesus never said, don't be Jewish. I know the Pharisees are getting mad at him, and the guy had a commandment, this and that. But he didn't go like, hey, by the way, you can fucking eat bacon. He never said, Jews can't eat pork. Jesus never ate pork, I'm sure. And he never said, hey, fucking go make a fucking, you know, a goddamn roast pork sandwich. Go make a pork bun. Why don't you fucking, why don't you get some pork belly? We'll fucking saute it and some butter. This is great. I'm the fucking son of Christ. I'm the son of God. No, that's not a thing. He fucking never said that. He never said you could, you know, stop wearing little hats on your head. Did they do that back then? Maybe that's from the Talmud. Does he gotta understand the Talmud or like the Hasidic Jews, as far as I know, like the Orthodox Jews now, their shit comes from the Talmud, which came after Christ. Like came in like around thousand AD, I think, or something. So they don't think they wore yarmulkes back then, is my point. But uh, they were definitely not eating pork. That's from, like, Leviticus or some shit, or Exodus, or Leviticus. Yeah, Leviticus, I guess. And, uh, yeah. So, fucking Jesus and his fucking buddy, uh, you know, Andrew Dice fucking Iscariot, Judas Dice Clay. Remember that guy? Well, who called? Hey, Jesus. Fucking, uh, you turn blood into wine. How about you turn this fucking menstrual blood into fucking cum? Oh, Cause he's fucking some girl, and she's like on a period. Hey, hey, look at you! You're drinking wine. I'm drinking. Like, I should have waited for the holy for the fucking last supper. Early, so last Jesus goes like, "Hey, this is my body. I give it up to you." And Judas comes. Judas, Judas, nice clay comes out and goes, "Hey, Jesus, that's that's that piece of bread's your body. Look at my cock." This isn't even funny. It's just the idea. He's just he's drunk, so he's just like. He's grabbing his cock, going like, "This is my body. <laughs> take, take this and eat it." <laughs> I don't know why I love this character so much. <laughs> like, because Jesus pulls out some bread, and he's like, "Hey, this is my body. Take this, eat it. Fucking do unto others." And he's like, "This is <laughs> this is my Jesus. This is my body. Take this. Give it to other. Give give his cock to other people." <laughs> I don't know. I, I really should flesh out the character. <laughs> it makes me so happy. But you know, this is my blood, and he pulls out his wife. Judas is like, "Hey, this is my. This is look at her blood. Whoa, take your doc. Jesus, look at this is my cock." I said, "This is the worst impression. It's not even a dice impression. I love it though. I, I feel like people are on board with it. I think last time I might have done a little more effort into it, but I forgot. I forgot I had a character that went along with the fucking the the, the passion of the Christ story that you know, Judas." We'll bring him back. I mean, he, he technically Jews hangs himself uh, at the end of this. So, 
We'll just bring him back. You know, Judas hangs himself, but he comes back as fucking Judas Dice Clay. Anyway, they have their Seder. He's fucking... Yeah, luckily, he doesn't like... That's the thing about this Eucharist. I, I am so fucking frustrated with this. I was growing up, I was frustrated. Because the at the end of the Mass, he fucking takes some bread. goes, this is my body. Eat this. Fucking share it. Do unto others I've done to you, horse shit. And then, this is the taste of the cup. This is my wine. Like, all right, and like the oh, and people fucking think he's literally when you have the Eucharist now, you're literally getting the fucking body of Christ. They go body of Christ, Amen, which means I believe, Amen. And it's like, and I've said to my mom, look, I I might have addressed it on this podcast before, but like the fucking thing is like you're you're if Jesus wanted to make his fucking flesh, this cracker into a flesh, he could do it. Yeah, if he's God, sure. But he didn't do it. And you're eating a cracker still. And here's the proof. Like, they're fucking eating bread. He didn't, he didn't like, take a knife and, like, start cutting into his arm and go, this is my body. Eat this. Like, that would have been bonkers. That would have been a fuck. I would have believed. Because he's like, Jesus, pull, like, in the Bible, you read the Bible, pulls out a fucking, the biggest fucking knife you've ever seen and starts cutting into his own thigh. It's that dark meat. I love. I, I love. I love people like breast meat. I love fucking thigh meat. It's my favorite chicken. But I'm, I'm, and Jesus was just cutting through his own thigh, and just like, oh yeah, take this. Oh, take the pain. Take the pain. And he's fucking cutting the chunks out of his leg and uh, passing it around. And like, Jesus, we should get you a fucking. I don't know hospitals back then, but like we should do something about this gaping. You know, there's a lot of wounds in your thigh. You, did you cut into your femur and your fucking femoral artery? And he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just eat this. He's like, eat you. It's just like this weird fat flesh. I don't know. I mean, that would have been insane. It's just all hairy. They're chewing through his skin. They're, cry, they're fucking crying. They're crying. Like, what is happening? Why are we doing this? And he's just like, just eat my fucking flesh. Don't be fu-. And he's like, <laughs> God. he's just fucking bleeding into a cup. And they're going, drink this. Fucking drink this. And he's like, what are you doing? Jesus, no. Like, like, drink my f-. He's grabbing him by the back of the head. Put him into the chat. Just drink the fucking blood. That's the blood of Christ. Like, I know it's your blood. You just bled it into your femoral artery. That would have been impressive. That would have been like, oh my god, we're drinking the body and blood of Christ. Because you know, they're throwing up. Like you know, if you're reading the Bible, like the the, the disciples or the apostles are just vomiting. They're vomiting into Jesus' open wound. He's grabbing Peter, who's like the. De facto head of the apostle. I don't think he was officially the head, but he was the de facto head. And he's grabbing Peter's fucking back of his head, and he's just fucking shoving his head into his fucking leg wound, going, "Eat this, eat my fucking body," and, and fucking Peter's just vomiting into his open wound. It's terrible. I'm spitting all over the microphone. Just thinking about it, it's fucking intense. It's an intense form of the passion of the Christ. I mean, that would have been. Um, maybe that's the real thing. Maybe we gotta get that real, that real good shit. The real, the, what they call the apocryphal books of the Bible, because that might have been, you know, Jesus just cuts half his body off, and they start. Maybe they killed Jesus and they ate him. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they took him off. That, we're just getting speculative now, but maybe the story of the gospel is really that he fucking said, hey, you know, take me and eat me. And they're like, what? And like, you'll see. And then they crucify him, 
and they put him in a tomb. Holy shit, this is real. And I'm, I'm, I really think this is it. Because they fucking, they, they take him off the cross and they fucking, they put him in this, in this tomb, this rock tomb or whatever. And they just fucking start eating them. You know, he said eat them, let's eat them. And they fucking eat them. And that's what the, like, it was three days later. They probably should have done it when it was fresh, but they fucking did it three days later. And that's what the resurrection was. Was like, was the Eucharist, was spreading him around. Oh my God, that's really, I think, I've, I mean, maybe someone else has spec, look, there's been so much speculation about the books of the Bible since uh, the ancient times that maybe, maybe someone else came up with this theory. But I think that they just fucking ate his body. Like, oh God, did they cook him? They just put the whole thing on a bonfire and roast them. Maybe they skinned them. Who knows? I mean, you could skin a whole calf or deer, I think, as a whole thing. I mean, I used to, when I was working at the morgue, you knew it would come back to this. When I was working at the morgue, uh, sometimes they would do like what they call a reflective view of the face, where they basically just like, or even the back too, where they basically cut all the skin away so they can look at the muscle. Usually so you can kind of, and they even cut layers of muscle off and kind of, Flay you like oh, you know layer by layer. A lot of times it's kids. You know if a kid dies, they want to see if he was abused. A lot of times he was, they were abused. You could tell because like, you could see the layers of uh, where the where, how old the bruises were. It's terrible, but uh, yeah. But it's that weird view of like it's like a man with no skin kind of vibe going on, and it's crazy. It's one of the creepier things you could see because the eyes are still there, so it just looks like an insanity. It's 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 fucking it. I don't know if I was ever creeped out, like, 100%, but it has, you, you recognize when something's creepy. I mean, I'm not trying to be just, like, stalwart rock. Um, but, you know, I think I'm just kind of uh, even-keeled. Who knows? But I saw a lot of weird shit. You got eased into it, you know? I've held, you know, suicide victims' heads, and it feels like broken glass. And it's like, you get over it, you know? I'm sorry I'm not crying every time I tell you a morgue story. I'm still a person, all right? I still have emotions. I'm sorry I don't freak out every time I tell you about some dead kid that I saw. I mean, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit, and I can't express emotion for every fucking thing. I won't be able to do my job. So I'm just I'm just a man. I don't know. I, gotta, I take me as I am. What do you want me to do? But uh, so the, the, the apostles are probably just fucking eating this guy. But according to the Bible, they just, you know, spread it around. And then he's like, hey, one of you guys is going to betray me. And like, we're going to betray you. We told you, you're going to fucking betray me. And, uh, I, and like, I don't know why he didn't just call out Judas. But uh, I think he might have. I mean, it may, it may it seem like when I watched the cartoons as a kid. Because, you know, you might have been watching, you know, Pinky and the Brain and fucking, you know, and Ghostbusters. I, I watched that too. But I'm watching Christian religious, like, cartoons like Superbook uh, and other ones too I think where it was just you know it's, it, it, it's real indoctrination shit and uh, they may seem like he knew but they probably just did that to be thick to be like for these kids so they get it because Jesus always had like the fucking yeah voice he's like I'm Judas yeah I'm the treasurer I mean it couldn't be more it, it, that was really the voice it was like this fucking uh, I mean, basically, but Judas had made a deal, I guess, to fucking, uh, for 30 pieces of silver, which is like, is it explained in the Bible for real? I don't think it is. Like, he's just a, he's just a guy, because it makes more sense. I mean, again, respect to the Scorsese's thing with Less Temptation, that he does it with Jesus knowing about it. Like, they, they plan to do it. Cause he, want, he wants to get this gimmick going, this gimmick of getting crucified and then coming back. So, someone's got to betray him. You know, they gotta go, they have to have a plausible reason why he's just going... They know where he is, so because it's like 
I don't know how much 30 pieces of silver was back then. We should really look into that. I mean, I, I have a, a interest in economics and, and in currency shit. I should, I should have really looked this up before. What is the like, you know, conversion rate? Let's see. Can we Google this? I'm going to see if I can Google this on the fly. Uh, how much? Yeah, because someone's probably done this before. What would thirty pieces? Yeah, okay. I say I love Google. What would thirty pieces of silver be worth today? Uh, how much might? So, so, so someone's definitely done the work. I mean, it could be sketchy. This is from Aledia. dot com. So this has got to be some kind of horseshit. Um, reward. Yeah, I don't need the art. See, here's the thing. We, we're going to do a side note. I know we're doing kind of a. We seem to be doing like an Easter theme this week. But I want to take a minute to talk about Google and his, and the websites that occupy Google. You know, you're, you're doing an article. How much might Jews' thirty pieces of silver be worth today? I just want the answer. Okay. I I don't need. Like fucking hundreds of words, I gotta scroll through. Okay, I've missed everything you said, and I'm counting to the end. So fuck you. Based on these interpretations, Judas could have been paid anywhere between ninety dollars and three thousand dollars in today's sums. Well, that's useful. That's what. There's several different interpretations. One theory is that the interpretation, the piece of silver he's paid Judas, were equivalent to a Roman denarii. A Roman soldier, for example, is paid about 225 denarii per year. In comparison to the amount of U.S. soldier, earns about 25 grand a year. That's all they make is 25 grand a year? We're paying guys 25 grand a year to shoot six-year-olds? No, the Davy Seals probably make more, I guess. But I hope they make more. I mean, that's, that's, that's a rough. But yeah, look, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you're making 25 grand a year. You, you could be shooting six-year-olds. And, like, you know, not on purpose like the Navy SEAL did. But, you know, in other cases... Uh, I, I can't slander the guy. Maybe it wasn't on purpose. I'm gonna say he may, maybe on purpose, maybe not. Um, I don't know if he purposely shot a child. But yeah, you know, that, that that guy, that sniper guy, bragging about shooting children. That Bradley Cooper guy, the fucking uh, Kyle, uh, Chris Kyle, or the bragging about shooting women. Or was like, yeah, you never know. You never know if a kid's gonna shoot you. You shoot it. So, so I wish I could have dinner with that guy. Just fucking. But yeah, so um, that guy read an article, terrible. So best case is getting three grand, which I don't even know what you're buying back then for three grand. I guess a donkey. So Judas really fucked Jesus over. Um, yeah, so they get betrayed, and then, uh, oh, he also goes, you're going to deny me three times. Uh when did that happen? Did that happen? Because Jesus go it, it gets murky. Because G- Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, see, you guys don't you guys don't think that I'm just this fucking uh, fat guy who eats pizza and talks about dead kids? But I also had a religious upbringing. You know, I was trained religiously uh, somewhat. I went to Catholic school for years. You know, and we, we, me and my brother used to fucking uh, we used to play mass. We used to get our stuffed animals together. And uh, I don't know if he remembers. I remember this. Like, we used to fucking, like, set up the Snoopies and all this shit. And then, like, we'd have, like, sheets on. And we'd pretend to be priests. Uh, and we'd fucking be feeding them crackers. Like, here's the Eucharist. Like, and eat this. And I remember going, like, yeah, like, Snoopy, eat this. And like, oh, this is so good. Thank you. But I don't know why we did that. Because we didn't, like, the, the priest, like, just this is before I ever had my first communion. Because you're not really supposed to, when a priest gives you the Eucharist, you're not supposed to go, this is so good. Thank you. 
<laughs> That'd be great. I would. I should just go and, and get. I mean, it's been burned into me now. It's so disrespectful to do this. But I mean, what's the other day? What's the difference? But if I cause if I was to go to the church and just take the the Eucharist cracker and, and, and eat it and go, this is so good. Thank you. Oh my god. I mean. How would they react? I know I'm not saying that they would lose their shit. They got bigger shit in their plate these days. But would they like say anything, or would they just kind of like you know ignore you, the way they ignored sexual abuse for decades? Oh, oh shit! I just dropped some fucking bombs. Would they ignore me? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, with that in mind, I mean, I don't know why we were, we were just spent the whole time feeding these animals crackers. I don't know why we didn't. You know, we should have been filling out paperwork, like you know, transferring some of these, uh, transferring each other to fucking. You know, I've transferred my brother to the fucking Cayman Islands for a few months because he was caught with a fucking four. I mean, I don't want to slander my brother, but, you know, that's the thing. We didn't really get the scope of what a priest does when we were kids. Uh, you never do. You never really have a kid get the whole picture. But, uh, yeah, priests fuck kids. That's that's the moral of this story, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, so he's in the guard of Gethsemane, Jesus, and he's fucking crying. He's... He knows he's going to have to get crucified, I guess. That's the story. And he knows he's sweating blood, they say. Again, I mean, this is a guy who speaks in parables and the whole Bible's written with poetic license. But, like, there's another occasion where it's like they act, they act like it was like, literal. Like, all of a sudden it got literal. And he's actually sweating blood. And it's like, I guess. He is, I mean, okay. He's just so stressed out. He knows he's going to die. I mean,. It's not the only time in history where someone knew they're gonna die. I mean, he makes the choice, sure, but it's like, you know, there's people who like make heroic choices. They don't necessarily sweat blood, but we'll, we'll grant it to you. Again, crucified hurts. Don't get me wrong. I know, and he probably knew it was a crucifixion. So fucking uh, whatever. The Romans come because Judas sold them out. And I think at this point he goes, "Hey, you're gonna betray me three times." Oh, because he found them sleeping. He found the fucking the the the, the, the apostles sleeping. They ate a fucking big meal, and now he comes out. I'm going to guard, and he just watch for me, watch you know, just watch, stand guard for me. And they keep falling asleep. Uh, it's such a weird book, this Bible, because like they come out and sleep. But what are they going to do anyway? Because here's the thing: when the fucking Romans come, Peter pulls out a sword. I don't know if this is in the Bible, but it's in one of the cartoons that he cuts off one of the Roman guy's ears. I didn't know Peter carried a sword, but okay. And then Jesus is like, don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do it. And he like, heals the fucking Roman guy's ear, and he goes like, you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Which Is that really from that? I have to research. That's, these, these Christian cartoons might give me some weird programming. But uh, I definitely remember from there. And like my point is, like, why did it matter if he if they stayed up? Why did it matter if they stayed awake? You know, I don't understand. Because like, oh, you gotta stand guard for me. But then the moment Peter does something to help you, you fucking hey, will you hey scumbag? Don't fucking pull out a sword, you piece of shit. And it's like, I mean, it must have been rough. This guy sounds like one of these, you know, just prima donnas, terrible boss, just fucking. There's, you know, nothing you do, nothing you can do is right. You know, it's just the the point is to is to bereave you. That's the point of the whole thing. So whatever, so they take him into custody, uh, and he goes, "You're gonna betray me three times uh, to G- to Peter." He's like, no, I'm not. Why would I do that? I just fucking pulled a sword out for you. You fucking ungrateful fucking scumbag. You gonna tell me I'm gonna betray you? What the fuck? What the fuck am I even doing this for? But whatever, he. 
You know, you're going to do it. You're going to betray him three times. So before the cock crows, he says, which I guess means morning. You fuck you, Jesus. You know, they probably had like a relationship. Like they were good friends, probably. So it was, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, fuck you, Christ. But you know, it didn't mean it. Was, you know, but he was just kind of like, you know, if I said to my best friend, hey, why don't you, you're going to fucking fuck my girlfriend. Like, what? Yeah, you're going to fuck my girlfriend? You're going to fuck my girlfriend? You're going to fuck my wife? You fat fuck, you going to fuck my wife? That wouldn't go over. You know, that wouldn't be cool. But you know, apparently Jesus is telling Peter, you can betray me. Maybe that's why he did betray you. Because yeah, you can fucking betray. Oh, you want me to betray? Maybe I will betray you. You know? I don't know. Jesus, it sounds like a fucking ordeal being Jesus' friend. But uh, so they pulled Jesus and the, and, the, and the Pharisees, who were basically the Jewish, I guess, you know, bureaucrats, whatever, the guys in charge. Um, They start interrogating Jesus, and, they, and they're asking them, like, you know, did you say you were this and that? And he's being all coy and shit, and he's being like, I am who I am, some Popeye shit, you know, like my father, this and that. I can't quote it all, but it's just, he's just, it's unbearable. I mean, why don't you just say, hey, I'm not trying to take over the Jewish religion, relax, I'm going to do my own thing. But, you know, he loved, he he wanted to get killed, so whatever. And then they turn him over to the Romans, and the Romans are like, what the fuck do you want me to do with this guy? You know, punches Pilate's just like, what? I don't want to kill. I'm not getting involved in your, in your weird Jewish shit and your weird Jewish in, infighting. Just kill him yourself. Do what you want. No, we're not allowed to. It's the Passover. It's like, you motherfuckers. I got to fucking. Because the Romans, some people act like that Pilate gets a, too, you know, uh, soft of a of a landing in the Bible, like, make him look too good. I don't think he looks good. He looks indifferent. He looks like, like he literally, he literally washes his hands at one point. I'm washing my hands of this. I mean, again, that might be one of the cartoons I watch where they literally bring over, like, water, and he's washing his hands. What? I should have... That's the thing about it. I mean, they, they really shouldn't be allowed to make these cartoons. You shouldn't be allowed to give cartoons to children to explain, like, weird religious texts. Because, you know, from, it's just in my head. For, I mean, I'm in my 30s. I'm a 35-year-old man. It's in my head. I shouldn't get my age out. Now, a, a, agents and, and managers and people who give people jobs... That was a joke. I'm I'm 24 and I'm fucking ready to fuck. I'm I'm a 24 year old man ready to fuck. Give me a let me host the Nickelodeon show or something. Let me host fucking the reboot of all that. I'm fucking are you afraid of the dark? I'm a fucking spry young fucking just a just a spry young fuck with a big hump, a very big, strong back and a big dick. I'm ready to market myself. Whatever, whatever. It's fine. But um. No, so Judas and Jesus, where we were talking about the fucking, oh yeah, so the pilot, pilot's all like, oh, what the fuck, uh, what do you want me to do, you want to wash my hands, but then he didn't want to kill him, so he's like, hey, you, so what are you, what are you son of God, and he's like, I am what I am, he's like, what, what do you mean, just, are you the son of God, did you say this shit or not, and he's like, well, you gotta do what you gotta do, I mean, People are trying to help people, like, look, and not because he's a great guy, but he doesn't want to kill the guy. So he's trying to fucking give me any, just give me a reason not to kill you. He's like, nope, fucking, you know, do what you got to do. And then, all right, fine. I wash my hands. We'll do this. He's like, oh, my father's going to something. And he's like, I don't care about who your dad is. I'm like, I'm a fucking Roman governor. You think I'm afraid of your dad? Like, we literally run the world. I'm a fucking governor. I mean,. I, run, I think he ran all of Palestine, or what they call it Palestine back then. The whole area that like included probably Jordan and Judea. I mean, who knows how big it was? It might have been a whole big area. It included like fucking modern day Israel and 
you know, uh, Jordan, Syria, even maybe. I mean, who knows? Uh, the whole Middle East, perhaps. I mean, Pilot might have been a big dude, big guy. And then also, you know, but before that, just digress. Peter did betray him because some fucking like people were like, oh, weren't you with that guy Jesus? And all of a sudden, this guy who pulls a sword out. See, that's the fucking. Oh my god, this is so fucking lame. Because they fucking. They, uh, so he, they're basically saying like, oh no, I wasn't with that guy, and like you weren't like fucking, you weren't fucking there, like uh, no, and like you know, I thought I saw you riding on a fucking Palm Sunday with that that son of a bitch. You were on the back of a donkey. People were giving you palms. It was, you were all just kissing each other and fucking pat each other on the back. This is fucking fantastic. We're just we're the sons of God. Like, that wasn't me. I don't tell you. I don't know who this Jesus guy is. And did it three times, and here's a cock crowing. But they, didn't Peter just pull out a fucking sword and, like, try to, like, fucking throw down? And now he's afraid of some guy going, like, weren't you, didn't you know Jesus? It just doesn't add up. It just seems weird. Like, hey, you're going to betray me three times. I just pulled a fucking sword out. Why are you even, like, putting this in my head? I mean, this whole book of the Bible, it's a little weird. And then they fucking, uh, some whatever, pilots, like, whatever. And then they, they literally, they, they, do, they do some, like, you know, S&M beatings for like an hour and a half they flail them they whip them they fucking beat you know they probably punch them they give them a fucking bunch of cracks then they march them to Golgotha uh see again I don't even have to think about it it's just fucking Golgotha it's the mountain and then they which I mean there's there's debate whether he really like nailed to a cross as opposed to like but that's where, that's where the name Nine Inch Nails comes from because they use Nine Inch Nails. I mean, I mean that's something I heard from a kid in school. But then they they fucking plowed Nine Inch Nails into Jesus' wrists and, and feet. But usually I think they just they roped you for the, cru- the crucifixion. Also, I, they also didn't have a top part. It was like, it was kind of like, it would be the part that like cross, you know, that crosses, you know, that intersects is like the top. So it wouldn't be like a part sticking up on the top, like a nub. Or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty and start parsing out, like, was Jesus properly crucified? Who gives a shit? Um, you know how crucifixion actually works, though? A lot of people probably don't know. They probably think you bleed out or something. It's a form of suffocation. So, that, you know, that's the thing. It's like, guess what? You have this little platform you put your feet up on, right? You hang, like, you kind of prop yourself up. And so, because the whole nature, if you if you kind of just hang, if you just hung there, and didn't prop yourself up, you would suffocate. So you have to kind of keep doing that. But eventually, your your feet are gonna like give out. So that's why it's such a it's a brutal way to die because like you kind of have to give up, or your body has to give out finally. And so you're up there for days sometimes. You know, if you have if you're a runner, if you're some kind of pole vaulter, uh, if you want to hear me talk, you know, me and Lucy talked this week about Italian pole vaulting girls on YouTube uh, with their with their fantastic asses. Uh, these, these beautiful Italian women. That's a little tease. So, you know, cross promotion. Um, go listen to Our Love is Disgusting. Our Love is Disgusting. Our, my other podcast with Lucy Steiner, my uh, my beloved. Um, you go listen to that. Check that out. Uh, but yeah, if you're one of the Italian pole vaulting girls, you might have lasted a lot longer because you have these strong legs. But, uh, you know, and, you're, and your ass is strong. But, you know, me. I have decently strong. I gotta keep this body up, you know, this fucking big fat body. So you know, whatever. But some people have weak legs, and uh, I mean, the reality is, I would keep this body up, but that's what I would be doing. So I don't know, I'd probably be dead. I would, the whole thing would probably just collapse. 
and, you know, the cross. But it's not about me. It's about Jesus and uh, his whole ordeal. So, you know, the whole thing, this is, again, remember the whole thing of this is a Passover thing. That's why they couldn't kill him themselves. That's why they were in the town in the first place. So they fucking, uh, hey, you know, we got to kill this guy. Uh, first of all, this whole story of, like, I don't even want to get into it, but, like, there's two other guys. There's a, a guy who's a criminal and a guy who's a fucking, uh, um, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, so there's two other guys. There were criminals being hung. Oh, I, all right, before we get into this, there's this thing about Barabbas. You know, cause he, at one point, rewinds back to Pilate. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't want to kill this guy. Maybe we'll give people a choice. And there's the guy Barabbas. And, uh, and you know, these guys, and they make him seem like some criminal. He's just some criminal. And he goes to the crowd, hey, you want Jesus dead or Barabbas dead? And like, we want Jesus dead. Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. And you got to remember, he was a criminal. But the reality is he was a fucking zealot. And the zealots were like, you know, so Jesus is trying to, like, get people to be like, hey, you know, love each other. But he also said, like, you know, give Caesar what is Caesar's. And basically, basically his way of saying, hey, I'm not fucking, like, it's the kind of thing where he's, like, acting like a big tough guy. And, like, hey, you're going to have the kingdom of heaven. But as soon as a cop comes over, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm not, I'm, no, I love you guys. You guys are great. Fucking, I give the police benevolent fund every year. Uh, you guys do, you guys are heroes. That's what Jesus was doing. So... Barabbas, on the other hand, was a zealot who were just literally Jews fighting, uh, just like rebellion against the Roman insurgency, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, a few years after the events in the Gospel, uh, they actually did have a sie- the siege of Masada, I think it was called, where they kind of I forget exactly what led up to it, but they were like they they they, lay, they were like kind of pro- set up on this mountain, and the, the Romans were attacking, and uh, I think it was kind of a I don't know if it was quite a three hundred scenario, but it was it, they 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 did pretty good. These these Jews in Masada, uh, as far as killing Romans, they 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 took a, a bunch with them, but they went down. So that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with some guy who's like a fucking hero, kind of to these people. Uh, yeah, I'll call him a hero. I mean, some people call him a terrorist. I don't know. I mean, I'm I think he's fighting for his freedom. Good for him. And uh, so that it's not like the people just hate like it, it, the, the Bible makes it seem like for no reason this guy who they were just worshiping all of a sudden they hate him and like it just doesn't explain it and like it's like oh this is some criminal he's a freedom fighter whatever you want to call him at least in their eyes and also there's other speculation that the name Barabbas and Jesus the Barabbas is actually the name Jesus in the old Hebrew I don't know if that's true or not but there's a little layer of shit so fast forward again back to the you know crucifixion and uh, so he's laying, he's there with these two guys, and one guy is like, "Hey, why, Jesus? Why don't you fucking? If you're a son of God, because they put even they, they even put like a king of the Jews over his cross as like a mocking thing." I remember as a kid, we had a drawer of the crucifixion and like teams, like we paired off, and this girl on my was on my team was you know, it's gonna be two shoes girl, fucking you know, she's a decent artist, but she draws like a like a wavy banner. I'm like. What are you doing? That's not what it was. And that's like fifth grade or something. Like, wait, wait, it says King of the Jews. It's a fucking. Yeah, I'm like, you. It, it was a. They were mocking him. It was like, a, it wasn't like an actual. Like, it wasn't his title, you moron. It was a fucking. They're mocking this guy. They're fucking. They say, hey, look at this King of the Jews. Even as a kid, I understood that. I mean, maybe she. I don't think it's that complicated to get. Maybe she was just soft. I don't know. But she's fucking. It's like, yeah, he's king of the Jews. Look at it. Hey, king of the Jews. Why don't you fucking get off the cross, king of the Jews? Like, it was that kind of thing. They were mocking the guy. And uh, 
So the fucking guy next to him was like, "Hey, you're the king of the Jews, want you son of God? Why don't you get off this cross, help us out?" And the other one, and the other guy's like, "No, I deserve to die." Blah blah blah. And Jesus is like, "You'll have a place in heaven." And he turns to the guy who was asking him, you know, and you're fucked, basically. I don't know what he says to him. I mean, he goes to him, he goes, "You have a place in heaven." So the implication is like, and you're going to hell, you piece of shit, you fucking scumbag. But like, the Bible doesn't really clarify what these guys are doing. If it does, again, I. Maybe, you know, I, I didn't go into minutiae enough. I should read the old Greek, the Greek translation. But as far as I know, the Bible doesn't fucking tell you anything. The Bible doesn't say what, like, maybe one, maybe the guy who's like, I deserve this was a pedophile, and the guy who fucking did it had some, the equivalent of parking tickets. He fucking, he, he fucking didn't stand up for the Roman general when he came through the fucking restaurant. He should have saluted them properly, and he didn't. So now he's getting killed. And meanwhile, he's like, hey, can you help me out here? And, and like, the pedophile is like, no, we deserve this. He's like, speak for yourself, pedophile. And then Jesus goes to the pedophile and goes, you're going to have a place in heaven next to my fucking father. This is so great that you fucking... It's just a lot of, you know, get the details first. You know, less, Jesus just seems to be kind of a sick, you know, what's, what's sycophant's the guy who, like, who, what's, the, what's the guy who needs a sycophant? He's that guy. So, whatever. It could take days. And they fucking, uh, they don't have time for that because, you know, the, the Jewish guys are like, hey, we can't have him hanging here. The Passover is coming. And so the Romans are like, fine. And they just stick him with a, a knife, or a spear. Actually, a lance. They spear, they spear him with a lance because that's what the longest lance is. If you've never heard of the longest lance, it's like an artifact. It's not as big as the Holy Grail in, in lore. But the longest, I think the longest was the name of the centurion, supposedly. And his lance, uh, like I think in Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is like a show. If you've ever heard of that, it's basically an anime they seem to have based Pacific Rim on. I never saw Pacific Rim, but at least stylistically, it looks very similar. And these mech, when these, and they're all about killing God. And when these mechs has the longest lance, he spears a fucking monster with it. It's great. I loved it as a kid. Um, but it's not a religious show. It's a, it's a show about killing God. And I think the guy wrote it because his parents died. And he was sad. Whatever. Point is that uh, they, they let him bleed out. They take him off the cross. They put him in a tomb. And then, like, three days later, I guess Mary and her friend or some, just some people. I don't fucking Some women. Some women went to the tomb to, like, put perfume on his rotten body. Oh, you know what it is? Because I think they had to wait because they put him in this tomb, but it was a temporary thing. I was just thinking, as a kid, you're like, why is he, like, in this fucking, like, they basically put him in this weird, like, hole, like, cave, and then put, a, like, a rock over it, like, a big boulder. But the whole, the rationale for that was that uh, they didn't have time to, like, you know, because it's the Passover, they couldn't really, I mean, you know the story, you know how these Jew, these Jewish people like the, the they're like Orthodox Jews or whatever who like you know you're not allowed to like I mean in, in today's age you can't turn a light switch on you can't fucking do anything and like that's how it was with these people I guess like they so they didn't have time to like do a proper burial thing so they put him in this cave and that's uh that's where they kept him for a few days his women came over and then uh you know, I think the rock was gone. And they came back to the disciples or the apostles, and they told the apostles, and they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You dumb broads, you stupid whore, you slits!" Because they were just, you know, they didn't. Let's be honest, they probably weren't. You know, like you're telling me my fucking friends alive. I watched them die. Fuck you. 
And uh, but they go there anyway, and they see he's alive. At least most of them do, and it's great. And they're all happy, except Thomas. Thomas is the only one who's I don't know what he's doing. He's out drinking because he's sad about Jesus. Who knows? And he comes in. And he goes, "Hey, you understand? Jesus is alive." And he's like, "No, nah, fuck. I, we watched him die. What are, you, what are you doing? Why are you making me feel bad? I'm I'm already drunk because you. No, he's alive. He rose from the dead. What is this fucking zombie? No, he didn't rise from the dead, and he didn't believe it. And uh, then Jesus came back. Like, oh shit! And that's and now he's a doubting Thomas. That, that, that's the whole express, expression now. Because this one guy's a little skeptical, you know. Because one guy didn't believe that nine eleven just and the, the Operation Vigilant Guardian just happened to happen the day nine eleven. They just happened to test fucking plane, you know, planes being flown to buildings on the same day the nine eleven attacks. That just oh, it's just a coincidence that fucking. You know that that, that uh, Neil Bush was supposed to have you know dinner with the Hinckley family the night that Hinckley shot Reagan. Oh, that's a coincidence, huh? Oh, it's a coincidence that fucking that the CIA asset George the Morgenthau was Oswald's friend and all the other shit with Kennedy. Fucking Thomas seems like the only one who had a fucking decent head on their shoulders. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, oh, you know, he didn't believe. He didn't believe. That the, something that never happened in the history of the world happened. Oh wow! I mean, I guess Jesus did, like you know, raise Lazarus from the dead. I'm not sure if that was common knowledge, but I mean, who's going to raise Jesus from the dead? There's no Jesus. Jesus is the one doing it. So I don't know. So everyone's shitting on Thomas. I don't know what happened to him. Judas hung him. Uh, you know, supposedly hung himself at some point. I guess after the. I guess I guess while the Pharisees were. That's the thing about Judas too. It's like you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I need these thirty pieces of silver, and he hangs himself right away. And it's like, what were you even buying? Why do you, this is just, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a great story. I mean, if this was like a Hulu show, because uh, I, you know, me and Lucy just watched The Handmaid's Tale. She loves it. And she, you know, she, to her credit, she saw some, on, on her second viewing, she was like, oh, this is, it's not as good as I remember a little bit, but she still likes it. And I didn't hate it, but there's like some serious shit in the last few episodes of season two where it's like, this is just bad writing in my opinion. And that's how I would say about the Bible. It's just, it's just like, unmotivated actions and shit. Uh, but yeah, I did play, you know, I did pretend to be a priest as a kid. Um, that's something you can take from this. And uh, that's the story of Jesus. Story of the Bible. It's the passion. I mean, Mel Gibson's version. I mean, people should have Mel Gibson's version, but I mean, is, they do seem to fetishize the, uh, you know, Jesus getting beat. And uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure what it means. I mean, because supposedly this whole resurrection thing. They were. I was told as a kid that the resurrection never happened. And it wouldn't matter. Nothing of this mattered because he had to like save people from. Uh, he had to save the souls of everyone who like yeah, after Adam and Eve fucked each other, uh, or something. That everyone had to go to limbo instead of heaven. And now people go to heaven. Eh. Yeah, if you believe it, I don't want to tell you. Fucking go for it. I mean. The whole thing of the Eucharist, though, it's like, you know, not everyone thinks this is where the Eucharist comes from, I guess, but it's more like, maybe it means, like, love each other and, like, help each other out and, like, do what do the others I've done to you. I, the guy speaks a thousand parables, now he gets literal. I don't know. I mean, I think I talk about the Eucharist a bunch of times, not just not just once before. It's a pet peeve of mine, uh, but this is the origin story. So, I think this was fun. This was a fun this is a fun thing. This is, this is your Easter guide. So you guys know what Easter comes from now. And uh, I'm going to give another shout out, another re- a refrain, if you will, uh, if you, you know, to the, my patrons. Uh, Diane Cage, Michael Ricardo, 
Richard Hofstetter, Jason Duberville, Gary Barbera, Ryan LaRock, Keith Veronese, Eric Frankel, and Julian Assange. Thanks, Julian. It was a great uh, help he did. And uh, follow me at Ray Kump, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Go listen to Our Love is Disgusting. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, if you like this podcast, you'll love that one. It's uh, It's got Lucy Steiner. She's phenomenal. It's us. We're, we're just passionate people. We're lovers. And uh, honestly, you can't listen to this and not listen to that. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's people, based on the numbers, who are still doing that. I don't get it. I mean, I like this podcast. I'm glad you're listening. But, you know, get on. It's as good, if not better. So, like, you know, get on board with both. It's, it, it, they play off each other. You know, get into this shit. It's fun. Uh, you're going to love Lucy. She's just a doll. So, uh, I'll see you next week. Enjoy. Happy Easter. Or Passover.